Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by the one and only Sharon McNamara. Good morning. Good morning. I think my microphone has to be up higher, but um, but yeah, it's a it's a beautiful Saturday morning. <laughs> Not really, but very sticky. Yeah, very. It's it's humid. Yeah. Um, Holly had our back porch like uh the door open and it's like all like you know like sticky and like humid in the hallway now so 40s um, and 50s from here on out though oh yeah well i saw it was like supposed to get like 70 or 72 today today. i'm like no thank you can we just have the fall weather like we're wearing our sweaters now yeah it just doesn't seem right i know i know i put my air conditioner on this morning i'm not gonna lie it was so, I hate that sticky, smelly feeling inside right. the house, you know what I mean? Yep. And then Mark opened up all the windows upstairs, and I was like, all right, so now we're all we're doing is making it a breezy, humid stickiness, <laughs> stickiness in the house. So I was like, I'm putting the AC on. I, I don't I don't care. You know, it's not winterized yet. So I don't, do you even do anything to winterize it? I don't think so. I don't know. You're married to a plumber. <laughs> the AC. Yeah, I don't think you do anything. Just shut it off and yeah. call it a day. Yeah, just don't put it on. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about our show. He has been so gracious to sort of be on call uh, for us because uh, you were supposed to be on with us last week and uh, we just gave uh, somebody the opportunity to join us last week because we were doing uh, two of our agents or groups of, well, it was a team and another agent was doing a uh, veterans uh, program for uh, buyers. So we had a conversation about that last week and timing was good on that. So happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans. I don't know that you call it happy though, but you know, thank you for your service. And I know we have a lot of agents here in our office who are veterans. So thank you to all of them and their spouses. And Mm -hmm. of course, Papa McNamara. Well, he was World War II vet. So, and we have a bunch of others, Chris and Sean, they were Marines and Army. So we love all of them. So thank you for your service. We appreciate you. Um, So David taught a lot. 
Yes. <laughs> we are so I'm happy here. to have you. Yes. We've had you on Thank before. Thank you for having me. Yeah. From Homestead Mortgage. Uh, you are a regular at WATD, so uh, I'm sure people just hear your voice now and they know. You're sort of like Madonna or something. Oh, jeez. Sort of like us. Like they hear our voices <laughs> and they know. I, I mean, how many times have I been at an open house and there's like, are you on the radio? That and I'm like, I yes, I am. That <laughs> happened to me last weekend, actually, at my open house. Um, I have gotten that a few times. Yeah. Once you were on there for a while, that happens. Yeah, absolutely. So we love our WATD listeners. So um, thank you for joining us today. We are live in studio. So if you have any questions for David, uh, we're going to be talking about some reverse mortgage things. Um, but he also does other types of loans. So uh, Just reverse. Just reverse? Just reverse. Oh, he used to do the forward mortgages, but oh, since you... about 2009, just one thing. Oh, okay. All right. Mortgages. My bad. All right. That's all right. Well, certainly I'm That's sure right. you could refer them to somebody, right? It's, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my bad on that because I thought that maybe you did just still do that type of stuff. So uh, we're going to be talking about reverse mortgages, but if you have any questions for us regarding that, uh, we want to clear the air on fallacies when it comes to reverse mortgages. David, no matter how many times I've had you on my show, how many <laughs> times Michael has that. had you on his show, why can't you get rid of the stigma? It's it's tough. It's um, it, it starts from the legacy reverse mortgages from the 60s and 70s, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because those ones were not federally regulated. Mm -hmm. They were around, but they were bank reverse mortgages. So the guidelines were all over the place. Mm -hmm. So at the end, there was a lot of post-death confusion with the estate. In Mm -hmm. some cases, the estate didn't even know their parents had a reverse on the home. Mm -hmm. So they didn't know what to do. And so there was foreclosures because the bank needs communication. As you know, the Mm -hmm. bank needs communication. They don't want the house, but they need communication. So if you take the 60s and 70s, all of the things that were going on back then, and Mm -hmm. you carry that forward, that's two decades. It wasn't until the late 80s during the Reagan administration Mm -hmm. that they took the concept and said, hey, we like that. Mm -hmm. Let's retool it. Mm-hmm. We'll federally regulate it. Mm-hmm. We'll federally insure it. Mm-hmm. And so they formed a committee and they built this new loan called the Hackam a Home Equity Conversion Mortgage, a.k.a. Reverse Mortgage. Mm-hmm. And they built it and then they released mm-hmm. in the 90s to lending institutions. So HUD is the regulator, Housing and Urban Development. Mm-hmm. FHA is the insurer. Mm-hmm. They're the, the, the agency that has the money yep. that pays the lender back if the loan is higher than the home's value. Mm -hmm. That means the person lived a long time. So it's really that, Sharon. It's the stigmas that pulled from the 60s and 70s. In my 17 years, I'll say this, though. Things have changed. Hopefully that wasn't a car wreck. (laughs) No. Um, Things have changed, though, because back Mm -hmm. in 04, 05, when I got in the business, I think it was for every 12 bad articles, there was one good article. Mm -hmm. It's completely reversed because of the internet. So I would say it's really more that um, I I had the same stigmas and misconceptions. They were just in my head. I didn't know why, Mm -hmm. you know, prior to me getting in the business. So once I did my research, I just uncovered that this is just a mortgage. It happened to have been enacted through Congress into law. Yeah. In 1988. Yeah. So that should tell people something, right? I don't think we all agree with everything our government yeah. does either side. Mm-hmm. However, I don't believe they're going to enact a scam and have it still be in place 34 years later. Exactly. And the thing is, is too, if we think about, you know, the fallacy and like the people who are going to be doing these reverse mortgages. I And before the show, I was talking to you and I was like, I am working with a lot of boomer generation right now. So the the older boomer and the younger boomer generation. So they're sort of in a twofold right now. And 
I wonder if it's just the fallacy they had it ingrained in their head from the 60s and 70s, yeah, and is. they never took the time to research to know that things have changed. That's right. But that's not to say this, this federally regulated reverse mortgage that I would say 98% of reverse mortgages done nationwide is the HUD reverse mortgage. Yeah. There are private labels, but we won't get into that. Yeah. It doesn't mean that unscrupulous humans yeah. weren't misusing the federally mm-hmm. regulated loan. Mm-hmm. So in the 90s, it was new. Yep. And there were things going on, like to keep it really simple, you put a reverse mortgage in place for Hazel. Her house has no liens on it. You have this, you know, half her home is now set up as a reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. And it's really cash. Yep. So you had people cross-selling, going back to Hazel and saying, hey, let's take some of that money out of your reverse and let's invest it. Um, that was going on. A lot of cross-selling. Yeah. And so HUD, as years go on, they caught on to that. They put new disclosure in place, new safeguards. And mm-hmm. so here we are 34 years later. Yeah. So there was bad things going on, but the loan wasn't designed as a scam. Yeah. It was misused. Yeah. By scrupulous humans, like any product, right? There's yeah. any industry is going to have unscrupulous mm-hmm. people. And that's what happened to us in 2004, 2005 exactly. with just conventional mortgages, right? right? Exactly. I mean, it was happening. So, all right. So let's back up just a little bit. Um, I heard you say that you've been in the industry for 17 years. So tell our WATD listeners, if they're just tuning in with us, a little bit more about you and how you actually got started into this. And I want to say you're very passionate about it. You're so good at it. And it's, you know, you know your lane type thing and you know what you're really good at. And I would say without even having you on this show, if anybody is to wonder and think who is the reverse mortgage expert, they would always think of you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it literally says reverse mortgage expert yeah. on oh, his card. Oh, yeah. does it? Oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm a South Shore guy. I grew up in mm-hmm. Pembroke. Yep. Grew up in North Pembroke as a kid mm-hmm. and live in Situate now. My wife and daughter have been there 21 years. Got in the mortgage business in early 2003. Mm-hmm. Started doing traditional mortgages, Fannie, Freddie, VA, all the various loans you guys have been involved in. Mm-hmm. I did my first reverse in 05 mm-hmm. for the same company. And... At the time, I was approached by this couple in Dorchester. Mm-hmm. I didn't know enough about it, so I was inclined to say, ah, I don't know if about those, stay mm-hmm. away from those things. And so I said, let me just get back to you. So I, I did some research on it, and I, I couldn't find anything wrong with it, mm-hmm. other than it's not for everybody, right? Yep. It's for specific people. So after that, I saw the improvement it made in that couple's life, and I said, wow, this is really an amazing product. What is going on out there in the marketplace? Why do people have all these stigmas and preconceived yeah. notions? Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, do I, own, do I know more than the rest of the country knows about <laughs> this? Like, do I know more than the I average bear? To, like, I would start to question myself, like, I- am I wrong? Am I, uh-huh. am I thinking that yeah. this is like the greatest thing ever? Yeah. Like, why doesn't everybody see this? So mm-hmm. I, the, the long story short is, I don't want to drag it on, we only got an hour, is I did that reverse and I saw the impact it made on that couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I did another one. At that closing, the woman was crying. I didn't know why she was crying. I thought maybe something was going on personally, a death or something. And I said, is everything all right? And she goes, I'm just so happy that it's going to keep me in my house and Mm -hmm. I'm out from under this financial pressure. Yeah. I grew up in this house and I drove away from that close. I said, what is going on here? Everybody thinks this thing is bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And here I am witnessing, and forward mortgages, you know, it's a commodity, Mm -hmm. right? So I do a loan for you. I do a good job. It gets closed smoothly. Yeah. But you're going to check around yeah. with others when you get yeah. another mortgage. Yeah. You're always going to come back. So this is different. It's more of a niche. You, it's more consultative. So I love this 62-plus demographic mm-hmm. because 
I just was raised as someone who always was taught just always do the right thing for people. Mm-hmm. So it just fit well for me. And so the long story short is I, I kind of slowly got away from forward mortgage lending mm-hmm. and got more into reverses. And since about 2009, I think that was the last forward mortgage I did. Wow. And I just do this. Have you seen sort of like a correlation of how many people are doing reverse mortgages when there's like not a lot of inventory? So like say they might want to stay in their home, but maybe the number one reason why they want to stay in their home is because they don't know where they would go. Um, and right now we have very limited inventory. Yeah. So I would think that, you know, anybody who has been in their home for a while and has that equity and sort of is worried about not knowing where they're going to go, would this be something that they should consider? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the good news with a reverse mortgage is you can use one to stay in your home. Mm -hmm. You can also use one to sell the home you're in, Mm -hmm. figure out your net proceeds and have... Sharon help you find another house to live in yeah. and we take a mortgage out on that it's a reverse mortgage mm-hmm. and your money your down payment money comes from the house you just sold so you can use a reverse to stay and refinance yeah. or go and purchase your next home yeah. So it can be used for a purchase transaction or refinance. So yes, the answer to your question is but they don't know that. So when yeah. I sit down with them I say are you open to moving? Because if I'm sitting down with a woman who just lost her husband, mm-hmm. and I see this four-bedroom colonial yeah. with a three-quarter acre lot, I'd always have to say, you open a selling. Mm-hmm. It seems like an awful lot for you to manage. And you know? it is. It's a lot to manage. Right. I think that that's... And you know what? It's, you know, people who can't do it on their own, and now they're, you know, if they do the reverse mortgage, it's almost sad to think that they now they're paying for someone to do the lawn and to do, like, uh, to all that maintenance and stuff. It's almost like they're doing, they're giving that money away where mm-hmm. they could sell it, get into something smaller. We call it right-sizing around here. Uh, the right size for you right now, um, that that's a really good option. And that option is different, because I know I've heard of people in the past saying that they were going to get a, you know, home equity loan and use that money to then purchase something. So this right. is different. Yeah, it's different. You Just think of it like when you're working with someone who's using a mortgage as part of the house they're buying mm-hmm. through you, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's just they might be, if they're selling a house and it's a contingency, just using a forward mortgage, mortgage example. So you got a client looking to sell and they're looking to buy another one through you. They have a contingency to sell though, right? Mm-hmm. So it would the same would hold true here. Mm-hmm. In most cases, a retiree is going to need the money from the house they're selling to put down. It's going to be roughly half on the next house. And that other half is going to come from a reverse mortgage. So it's about a 50% down payment, 50% reverse mortgage. So I'm just looking at as like um, from the seller's perspective. So say you get an offer on your home and that buyer is doing a reverse mortgage to purchase your home. Do you have to... It, would that be in their like pre-approval or like how does that because I would think that there might be a little stigma there as well yeah mm-hmm. correct unfortunately there would right there is a stigma mm-hmm. there but if someone's pre-qualified for a Fannie loan a Freddie a VA or an FHA there is the stigma though you're right because right. people say they, they're using a reverse mortgage to buy a yeah. house forget that offer mm-hmm. Sharon well, th- yeah. that's why it's going to so- blow up that's right? why it's so important for us to be educated on these loans because yeah. we're the ones who are relaying the information to to our sellers or our clients. So it's it, we talked about this last week, and I don't mean to interrupt you because I did right. ask you a question, no, but that's okay. and mm-hmm. we talked about this last week with VA um, with VA loans. It, there there sometimes is a stigma around there, but if we just educate our clients about no, these are great loans. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. if they wouldn't be qualified for it, if like, I have to pre qualify them. So if someone's yeah. gonna qualify for reverse mortgage, then they're qualified. They're going mm-hmm. to get the money. 
um, unless something goes sideways health-wise during the process. Mm -hmm. But yes, but the, for a lister looking at several offers, and it depends on the market because we just came out of a market that they might say, nah, I'll take the yeah. cash offer. Mm -hmm. But if things go back to a balanced market and there are contingencies accepted, it's just a mortgage. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's Fannie, Freddie, VA, FHA. They've been pre-qualified for a mortgage. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what the label is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As far as the lister's concerned, it's going to have no effect. They're pre-qualified for it. So yeah. it's their money they're borrowing to buy your house. Yeah, the seller shouldn't, shouldn't have, have to worry. Yeah, on. they have the I. You know, they shouldn't really care where the money's coming from. It's coming. Right, mm -hmm. and right. someone's pre-qualified them whether it's you know, putting eighty percent down or three percent down. Mm -hmm. It's a mortgage again. They're just getting more money from a bank, but they're pre-qualified to do that. So that mm -hmm. letter should reflect that. So it, it shouldn't have any effect on on the how the seller decision. feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I get it. Again, going back to what the market is now. Mm -hmm. If I was a lister. I'd be taking cash offers too. It's just mm -hmm. the path of least resistance in yeah. most cases. But yeah, and we're not seeing so much on that. You know, there isn't. I mean, there is a lot of cash that's still out there, but it's certain properties that we're sort of seeing that on. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we actually said this last week as well. Is you know the 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 harder part is is educating the listing agents yes. and making the listing agents aware of what these programs are and how they work. So they're not the ones that are saying, you know, just writing it off like, hey, if I were you, I wouldn't bother doing this one or that one, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. I think in years to come, you're going to see, because my age, we're not mm -hmm. going to be afraid of reverse mortgages. Yeah. I'm 55. It's just yeah. not afraid of it. Mm -hmm. um, I think in years to come, it's going to become more mainstream mm -hmm. where listers are going to be more familiar with reverse mortgages. Mm -hmm. It's just been in the market now for 34 years and 10 years and now it'll be 44 years. Mm -hmm. So... I think as people become more familiar and they know someone who has one, mm -hmm. um, most people know someone who has a reverse mortgage now. In most cases, they're like, yeah, my aunt has one. She said it's the best she's ever done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's less negative information about, out there about reverses now than there was when I got in the business. Mm -hmm. I had to spend the first half hour in my in-home consults with the family <laughs> just... Mm -hmm. With objections, what a, what about this? I've heard this, and so. I bet rejection from the family as exactly. well. Like, the, what yeah, do you kids. do? What are you doing to my parents? Yeah, the kids. What? So. Uh, well, why are you giving away my inheritance? Right. Really? Is you're, you're reading between the lines. Right. <laughs> if you really boil this down, this is the way to. I'll frame this simply. So, yeah. a reverse mortgage is just a home loan mm -hmm. bundled in with every other home loan. You take it out the same way. You take it out through a lender. You sign a loan application. There's an appraisal done, and then there's a closing. Mm -hmm. So it's, that, that process is the same. So what's the biggest difference between this one and all other mortgages? Well, the word reverse is key because a reverse mortgage is the same except it's unlocking. The mortgage itself is a tool that unlocks about half of the home's appraised value and serves as a tool to make that loan payable to you mm -hmm. in the form of payments. So it's reversed. Right. The mortgage I have is forward, right? I pay Chase 2300 bucks a month every mm -hmm. month, the first of the month without exception, forward. Mm -hmm. So the word reverse comes into play there. So it's a mortgage that's set up, and it's, you've just unlocked and hedged half of your home's value on average that you can take out in lump sums, monthly payments, leave it alone, never use it. Just have it there as a, a buffer asset against your portfolio. I mean, there's so many different applications yeah. with this. That's just why I'm so passionate about it. Affluent, non-affluent, needs-based, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Is an application if you're 62 yeah. and older 
and want to stay in your house long term. And you can do this if you wanted to make modifications to your home that like you could age in place. So yeah. correct. Like so you could take out this money if you do the reverse mortgage and make improvements on your home. Absolutely. It's your money, right? So a home is your home. Mm-hmm. So the mortgage doesn't restrict the asset that's yours. It just opens up and unlocks roughly half the home's appraised value. Mm-hmm. And you can use that to pay off regular mortgages, which is done as a refinance. Uh, you can use it to make modifications to the home, to age in place, widen the hallways, put handlebars in the bathrooms, things like that. You can use it to set up and use it to finance in-home care instead of your parents going into a nursing home. You can use it just to make general repairs to the house that might come up down the down the road. You can use it affluent people can use it just to have it mm-hmm. would be all set up as a line of credit like a home equity line of credit and use it in times when stock markets are down and they draw from their portfolio in the form of a payment as part of their spending plan when their stock market portfolio is down if they have this line of credit in place they stop drawing from the portfolio and not selling at a loss and going right to their line of credit so having the buffer asset in place preserves the portfolio right and the list goes on. I could go probably yeah. 100. <laughs> I know you could. 100 <laughs> probably go up to 100 applications. That's uh-huh. why it's not just a mortgage. It's a tool. It, it uh-huh. really simply is a tool. And I have a bunch of questions, and I'm sure IWAT listeners do too. So if you have any questions for David, again, we have David lot here from Homestead Mortgage. Uh, he is a reverse mortgage expert. We are lucky to have him here. Uh, he's on my sort of speed dial anyways when these questions come up, and I sort of tell people, you know, you're my guy anyways. Uh, but you. if you have any questions, 781-837-4900. We are live in studio today at our home studio here at Boston Connect Real Estate, who is the sponsor of our show along with McNamara Broker Team. Mary is uh, working, so uh, she's out doing open houses today, but uh, wasn't able to join us. Uh, The question I have is, I mean, we have only four minutes until the break, but we can always take it up. Can you dumb it down for me? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not saying that it's for IWAT to listeners. I'm just going to give a scenario. I am a homeowner. I'm 62 plus. Um, Do both parties have to be 62 plus? They don't. Okay. So I'm just going to take it easy from there, yep. and then you can get into details. So now I'm in my home. It's my the value of my home. Just to use round numbers, is five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's the market value of mm-hmm. it. Okay, the appraised value, whatever you want to say. I currently don't owe anything on the house. These are just examples. This isn't my my real life because uh, I'm only fifty four. <laughs> so, so you don't owe anything on your house. I'm eligible to get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, today about two forty. So okay. forty percent for a sixty-two-year-old. You said six hundred, right? Um, well, I said five hundred, but oh, if you want to use no, you're right. You're yep. right. You're right. I thought it was six hundred. So. Okay. Yep. Okay. So if it's five hundred, be two hundred. Okay. Forty uh, percent of so forty yeah. percent. So yep. you can get two hundred. Get two hundred. So okay. Yep. So that two hundred, I do the reverse mortgage. So now basically all it's saying is, like, I personally could say, okay, I owe a hundred thousand dollars on my house right now. I went the traditional path, and that's what I owe. So basically, that homeowner is just saying the same thing, right? I owe two hundred thousand dollars on my house. They don't owe it because they don't have any mortgages or liens on the property that the reverse is paying off. So it would be all set up as a line of credit. Okay. So they have that money put aside as right. a line of credit. In the house. And they can just draw as much as they want off of that. Mm-hmm. Any amount of lump sum at any point. Yep. There's a restriction in the first 12 months, but with your scenario, it's okay. at any time you can draw the money. All right. for lump so sums. you could draw the money and you could go on vacation. Yep. Okay. You could draw the money and buy another home. Yep. 
you could draw if you could buy a house for the two hundred, say mm-hmm. a condo in South Carolina. Yeah. Now you have a second home down there with no mortgage payment, and you got the two hundred thousand reverse up here in the primary with no mortgage payment. What if you took the money out? So what if you used some of that two hundred thousand dollars for a down payment on another house? Are you eligible to get another loan? Like, does that ever like? Like when people are looking, like if you, at 62, you're still young, yeah, right? So now I have this $200,000 line of credit. When I go, if I went and took, say, $50,000 of that, went to buy another place, well, now it would be the Carolinas because it's certainly not Fort Myers, right? Right, right. But you have to look on realtor.com and see what they're selling, these houses that are destroyed. Anyways, that's another story. Yeah. Um, so if I put $50,000 on another house in South Carolina, let's say a condo, like you said, and then I end up with a mortgage of $150,000 there, I'm still able to do mortgage. Like, I'm still able to be, like, financially able to make decisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can only have one reverse mortgage at a time, though. But yeah. they could take out a regular mortgage. They mm-hmm. could use fifty from the two hundred in your example. Take one fifty out in the form of a bank loan or something. Bank something mortgage, a conventional. It just nothing could ever go behind the mortgage on their primary. So you can't take another one out on your primary home like a regular home equity line. Nothing can go behind the okay. reverse mortgage. But it, you certainly, and somebody will see that. Like, so if somebody was like, "All right, now I have my reverse mortgage for two hundred thousand dollars, and I'm going to try to get a home equity loan." That'll be seen on the credit report. It will be yeah. seen. There's okay. no mortgage payment, though. So a payment doesn't show up on the credit report. It yeah. just shows up as a number. Okay. So there's nothing to be debted for Okay. as far as a payment's concerned. Okay. So as I'm drawing this money and I'm using it, so again, what I'm seeing in like my niche at this point is working with the younger and older boomer generation. And I have been telling people in a lot of circumstances, you're better off just staying where you are because you can't make a lateral move. And unfortunately, the I would say the older boomer generation, like they're just so confused at what our market is doing. I mean, they must be. They paid, you know, $15,000 for their house, yeah. right? So they saw what was going on. And I don't know that they fully understand, but then they have this conception of, all right, I'm going to sell my four-bedroom colonial and I'm just going to buy a small ranch. Well, those small ranches don't exist. They don't right. exist anymore. Everybody wants the small ranch, right? The Everybody one, one wants level it. Living. Right. Everybody wants that one level. We used to level. say years ago, but now it's like, no, there's 95 people that have let you know if one comes up, call me. I'm yeah, sure, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's what, and, and we were talking about this in the office recently. There's actually two demographics that want that property. So it's, you know, I'm going to right size down into something smaller or this is my first time home. Yeah. You know, so and, and we just don't have them. They're not available. And I think that the builders, you know, I'd like to give them credit because it's very expensive to do anything. I'm on the Affordable Housing Committee for Pembroke, and we have this discussion all the time. And some of the people who aren't familiar with, I would say, like construction, don't understand, well, why don't the builders just build a small little ranch? That's what everybody wants. Because you can't afford to. Right. The, yeah, they can't afford, they won't make enough profit on that. Yeah, if any, because yeah. the land, the roads, the engineering, the permitting, mm-hmm. the the whole process is just too much to do. Mm-hmm. And P.S., a ranch potentially costs more to build than a colonial or a cape because you're spreading it out. So you have more foundation, more right. roof, you yep. know, that type of stuff. So so you can reverse. use a reverse and, you know, great, great point there. So you... You meet with someone who has a four-bedroom colonial, mm-hmm. and their bedroom's upstairs. So you can set up the reverse mm-hmm. and use the money to have a contractor come in and make one of the rooms downstairs the bedroom. 
I've given that suggestion. You know, was, so you've got the resources because you set it up. There's no debt when you use a reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. There's no payment. Mm-hmm. So you you pay the loan back at the end. The end can be when you sell the house if you take a reverse out or you pass away. So the interest on what you borrowed gets paid back at the end. The end is when you don't live there anymore. There's never a payment obligation while you're living there. Just a way to tap into that house, get cash out, but not have to sell it. It's like selling half your house, mm-hmm. but you still get to live there. <laughs> it's like selling half they your don't house. Say you can only, <laughs> they don't say you can only use half the kitchen and half the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can use the whole house, but you have access to cash in that asset. It's an asset. We all use our, our homes a part of our net worth, right? And so. I can understand why people are confused about it because, honest to God, David, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> it's not easy. I'm it's pretty. I'm pretty easy. smart. Like, and I've been on several times, and I think the last time you were on, we were both. It was like light on marble or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> light on marble. Head, well, yeah. 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 I, like it's, just we were like, oh yeah, now we get it. And now I'm like, wait, can I go back? I should have listened to that show before <laughs> so I could like prepare. I'm like, no, I know, I know what a reverse mortgage yeah. is. You know why? Because it's the only loan that is different from every other loan. Yeah. So we're yeah. so used to a You're mortgage me. with a payment, mm-hmm. with escrows. You take a down payment, you take out a mortgage, you pay it down for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and then you have all this equity in your house. That's where reverse comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like deposits in hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars for years. The government just said, hey, let's give them a way to tap into that asset as mm-hmm. if it were one of their IRAs, Roth IRAs. They're just spending from their house instead of spending from their portfolio. Mm-hmm. The net worth goes down wherever you, either way you spend. When you're spending from your house or your portfolio. And it sounds better to me than getting a line of credit because with the line of credit, as you're using that money, you have to be paying that back at the same time, right? Exactly. Once you tap into it. And that's on a variable rate, so are these. But the biggest difference between this and a home equity line, a lot of people say, hey, David, what's the difference? Home equity lines of credit are very cheap to put in place, and there's a reason why. They can be canceled, suspended, or frozen Mm -hmm. if we're in a down real estate market. Yep. Every closing... Home Equity Line says, we have the right to suspend the use of this line of credit oh, if markets go down. Reverse mortgages, the federally insured. Mm-hmm. Your home could go down $300,000 in value, and you can call them and get the whole line of credit. So it's right protected. now would be a very good time to do it as we're seeing the prices of homes go down. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a The way I look at this, when I keep it really simple when I'm talking to financial planners or anybody, this is a, it's a hedge mm-hmm. against a little section of your home's value. Mm-hmm that's protected because you put it up once it's set up. It doesn't matter what goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. They can never suspend or freeze that line. And this is the secret sauce. This will make our heads go really. Oh boy. Hold the on line now. Of, the line of credit mm-hmm. amount yeah. grows income tax free. So the amount of money in your line of credit mm-hmm. increases every month. Right now, it's about 7.3% income tax-free. All right, so that $200,000 in my scenario. Times 7%. Times 7%. Next every, year, it's Okay. And why is it doing that? Because they know, the actuaries at HUD know that homes appreciate over time. Mm-hmm. And they know that the person who's taking it out now at 62 is going to be, well, how old next year? 63. Yeah. Then 64. The older you are when you take one out, mm-hmm. the more you can borrow right out of the gate. So since you've taken it out now at 62 and you're going to be 63 and 64 and so mm-hmm. on and so on, they allow more credit to add to the credit line. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. And if you never use it, and retirement goes great, you might have a line of credit that grew from 200 to 500 mm-hmm. by the time 20 years goes by. And if you never use it, you don't own it, but it was there. 
So, and then when the if you when you do pass and your children are selling the house, then they just have to pay that off. They pay off what they borrowed really from the from the mortgage. Yeah. So if you because if this, they didn't use the two hundred exactly, let's say the, let's say they never used back. it and the line of credit's five hundred thousand, but this closing cost, so those were rolled in. Yeah. So let's say the loan balance is a hundred grand. Yeah. You know they use some money to fix the roof, buy a car. Mm-hmm. And then the kids inherit it after they pass away. They sell it for seven hundred minus the hundred. The kids walk away with six hundred. Mm-hmm. So it's the line of credit's just available and earmarked for the borrowers while they're living there, mm-hmm. and they allow it to grow. It's like a credit card limit. Yep. Just imagine a credit card limit always going up. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. if you never use it, you don't have a limit. Yeah. Except credit cards have payments. Yeah. Uh, reverse mortgage. Reverse mortgages don't. So. Okay. Well, we went a little bit past our 11.30, but I definitely want to take the time to uh, take a little break so we can have a little sip of water here. And again, if you have any questions for us, you can ask us a question about real estate. That's what we do. Um, or you can uh, ask David. Again, we have David Tortolot from Homestead Mortgage with us. He is a reverse mortgage expert. And when I say expert like that, I'm not even putting that out there mildly. He really is an expert at all this. Um, and as many times as I've had him on, I still have more and more questions. But Call us. Tim is in studio today. I don't even know that I said hello to Tim. So. Hi, hi, hi. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Yep, yep. Ready to take those phone calls. Call him in. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. And my buddy Tim there in studio in Marshfield, 781-837-4900. We will be right back. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Is your current living space too small? Are you looking for more room to grow? Do you find yourself making continuous home improvements to fit your current lifestyle needs? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. I'm David Tortolot, a local certified reverse mortgage professional. There are less than 200 certified reverse mortgage professionals nationwide, and I live right here in Situate. Have you ever considered a reverse mortgage in the past but just didn't know where to begin? You're not alone. Over the past 15 years, I've helped hundreds of retirees with the same concern. When I meet retirees, I hear things like, Yeah, I see the ads on TV. There's enough of them. But it seems too good to be true, really. And uh, plus, confusing, really. Well, I can help. This is where trust, integrity, and credibility come into play. I treat all my clients the same way I would treat my own mother and father. And I have reference letters to back this up. So give me a call. I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll go from there. No obligation, just education. I promise. Call 617-797-3277 or homesteadreversemortgages.com. NMLS number 46902. Mass broker number 153492. Equal housing opportunity. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. I am Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here on WATD, uh, the one and only South Shore best. We have Tim, who is in studio with us. He is our producer on Saturdays, and we adore him. Hello, Tim. Hello, hello. Thank you. That's very kind. Yeah, it's so true, too. Like, I don't I don't have to, like, sort of, I can say BS, right? I don't have to BS you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, you can say that. Thank you for not saying it. Yeah. Just don't tell us what the acronym stands for. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. We know the first half. 
have his bowl, we'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Tim is waiting for calls, 781-837-4900. Uh, we are in studio again with uh, Melissa Wallace. She is our uh, Director of Operations here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Uh, she is our everything for sure, uh, and she is here with us today. I am. Oh, I want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, I just want to interrupt our little reverse mortgage conversation mm-hmm. for a second because Excellent. we are hosting a holiday open house with pictures with Santa here at the office. It is going to be two Saturdays from now. So it is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, the 26th, Mm -hmm. um, from 1030 to 230 here at our office, 19 Mattachusett Street in Pembroke Center. Um, Again, we're Boston Connect Real Estate. Mm -hmm. Um, We have um, Santa himself coming from the North Pole, um, and we have a professional photographer. So this is a free event for all of our clients, everybody in the community. Um, It is dog-friendly as well, because we Mm -hmm. are dog-friendly here. So um, bring bring everybody that you know you mm-hmm. love and come on down. And we have tons of things to do. We have a story time. We have uh, letters to Santa. Again, we have the pictures with Santa. Um, we have a little blue truck here. Mm-hmm. So I was Millie, just say you're gonna have that awesome truck. Yeah, Millie yeah. Uh, awesome. marks marks a 1936 mm-hmm. um, Ford pickup truck is gonna be here again. All decorated. And, yeah. yeah, we hosted it for the first time last year, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We had a ton of people here, and then all through the holiday season we had people coming down from all really all over mm-hmm. um to take pictures with millie and stuff so um we are doing that event again again it is free yes. so please come on down um we'd love for you to pre-register so we yes, can sort of pre-register plan yep so if you go to boston connect real estate yep, um, on facebook.com Oh, sorry. I, you were interrupting okay, me. Sorry. Um, Boston Connect Real Estate on Facebook. We have a Facebook event there, so you can mm. get all of the up-to-date information about our event because um, we're you know posting things all the time on there. And then if you go to bostonconnect.com and under events, you can see, um, you can register for it. So that's just to sort of get an idea of how many people we have coming. It's definitely going to be a lot more than last year. So please come and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wait for Santa. Enjoy, yeah. Enjoy, gonna, yeah. We have tons of things. Um, I know that um, Emmy Flaherty, she's one of our full-time real estate agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She was looking into a hot chocolate and donut truck or something, so yep, we're trying so to get that. she's looking into that, um, but we have, you know, a lot of our agents are, are going to be here, um, so they've invited their clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Team Flynn, I'm talking with them right now, um, that, you know, they just invited a ton of their, their mm-hmm. clients. So it's going to be a great event, um, and if it goes longer, it goes longer. But, um, but Santa great- will be here from two thirty. I mean, twelve, ten thirty to two thirty. No, eleven. Santa gets air at 11. Oh, well, yeah. But you would like to get in line. Yes. <laughs> Good point. We're going to be doing that in groups. We've already thought that out, too. So make sure you come. That's why we're asking people to pre-register. We'll have a place where you can check in when you get here. Uh, so while we don't want people waiting in line for two hours, you can be doing all the other events that uh, we'll have going on, which is great. But one of the things we're saying to people, this isn't just for you know the young kids. It's such a good opportunity when we have the professional photographer here uh, who's volunteering volunteering her time uh actually tracy marino who's uh marie she has her own photography uh company uh you should look her up she's wonderful she does high school things and weddings and all kinds of great stuff family portraits um but it's a great time to be doing generational pictures and you'll be thankful that you have them for years to come and talking about generational again we have david tortolot here with us this morning uh from homestead mortgage and he is a reverse mortgage expert we are talking about reverse mortgages we are getting rid of the stigma it's a great thing to do and it's a great thing to learn about i would say to yeah. people, anyone 62 or older 
learn about it. Mm-hmm. Because, and oh, 62 and older and want to stay in your home long term. Yeah. Learn about it. If you don't want to stay in your house long term, a reverse mortgage is not a good strategy at okay. all. Mm-hmm. Wait until you're in the house you want to stay in long term. A couple quick stats. Yes. I was going to okay. ask you. Okay, you can ask. I you guys wait. are in the real estate market. Yeah. So, I want you to try and guess this number. Mm-hmm. Homes nationwide mm-hmm. owned just by people 62 and older. How much unused equity do you think combined, just 62 and older nationwide, all primary homes, not mm-hmm. investments or second homes, how much unused equity in a dollar amount, just throw it any number, do you think is For in? each home? No, combined. Oh, combined. Oh, geez, that has to be older. a huge number, it right? Is. Yeah, I just throw it. Is it in words. the millions? No. Is it? In the billions? In no. the <laughs> trillions? Yes. It's in the trillions? In the tri- oh my God, I was going to go lower, like 600,000? No, I can imagine yes. though because... Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. See if you can guess it. I'm going to go with like uh, like 13 trillion. Close. $11.58 trillion of oh. unused equity accumulated and sitting idle just in people 62 and older. That's no one below that age. So it's an asset class that's not being considered. Mm -hmm. And it's an asset class not being considered really by the financial planning community. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people have money that they've accumulated. They go to a financial advisor Mm -hmm. and they also say, hey, by the way, I have a house that's worth 800, no mortgages on it. And they just say, well, let's not even talk about that. It's good Mm -hmm. that that has no mortgages on it. Mm -hmm. And that is good. I'm not saying that's bad. But we're not considering 11.58 trillion dollars. That's a massive asset class that people who are 62 and older that want to stay in the house long term, they could tap into that now and just set it up as a line of credit and help combat inflation. Mm -hmm. Because right now I'm getting calls all the time. I'm on fixed income, David, and inflation is just eating away Mm -hmm. and I'm having to draw more money from my portfolio. And I say, well, do you have any mortgages? Yes, I have a small mortgage too. And so that can hurt their income too. This is a tool where you can set up a reverse against your house and make up the payment you're losing due to inflation by drawing the money out of the house. So it's just another tool among many other tools to help combat inflation. Mm -hmm. People who have mortgages still in retirement, and it's about 42%, still carry mortgages over age 62. This is a great way to transfer refinance any mortgages they still have into a reverse, mm-hmm. right? Because when you take a mortgage with a payment, put it into a mortgage without a payment, what does that do? Savings. They don't have a payment anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't have a principal and interest payment. So if you have a $1,500 a month principal and interest payment and inflation's eating away your income and you want to stay in your house long term, this is a way to transfer that mortgage and relieve yourself of $1,500 a month net cash flow. Yeah. I can go on and on. But and I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that you're hearing that a lot, though, a lot. because, I mean, I understand that there are a lot of seniors out there that are on fixed income and everything is going up. I mm-hmm. mean, I was watching the news this morning and the food at the grocery store somehow or another is oddly more expensive than if you're going out to a restaurant, yeah. right? But again, I, I mean, it's just everything, gas, food, health insurance, like just anything and everything is so, so expensive right now. <laughs> and all I'm saying is have a conversation mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. I don't sell this loan as a certified reverse mortgage professional. There's less than 200 CRMPs in the entire country. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get. That's why there's only there's less than 200. We don't sell it. We have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. We talk about the pros, the cons, what you should look out for, mm-hmm. when you shouldn't do it. So if you're 62 and older, all I can really stress today 
is just learn about it. There's mm-hmm. no cost to call me and have you say, hey, Dave, just fill me in on what this thing is. And I do that. That's 95% of what I do is educate. Mm-hmm. The other 5% is when people say, I'm ready to move forward. Let's get the process going. Mm-hmm. So, With that money um, that is sitting in your little account, right? That The 200000 when we were talking about my scenario, if it was my scenario. Um, so what happens if now the senior who was living in the house let's just say they're older now and now they have to go into assisted living. What what happens then? Yeah. How well, are they looking at that money? Yeah, so once, well the money's just equity in the house that was never used, it was just earmarked for them. If they go into a nursing facility and are never coming back home, mm-hmm. the loan will become due once they're gone for 12 months. Okay. If they go, if they break their hip and they're going in for rehab for a couple of months and coming back, nothing happens to the loan. Mm-hmm. But these loans are due when Anyone who borrowed the money, Mm -hmm. that could be a married couple Mm -hmm. or one person, once they no longer live in the property, the loan is due. So that could be because of death. That could be because they've sold the house after they took the reverse out. That could be because of Sharon's example. They're still alive, but they can't be cared for in the house anymore. Mm -hmm. So they had to go to a facility. But this this reverse mortgage is used frequently with my clients to keep them in the house, in some cases 24-7 care in the house. That's what I was just going to ask. Credit. That is a great idea. Yeah. They use the money there because no payment. Mm-hmm. right? They use the equity from the house. And usually I'm dealing with the kids at that point yeah. because if it's 24-7 care, it's usually dementia or something yeah. like that. But the kids, when their parents were alive, their parents would say, if you can please just keep me in the house as long as you can. Yeah. And the kids are granting their parents their wishes by spending the equity. Mm-hmm. Now, they can't spend it all. Yeah. Because you can only access about 40 or 50%. So if they spend all of that, mm-hmm. now they're on to plan B. Yeah. So. But it would give the person time. Gives you them know? time. Gives them time. And if it is a dementia thing, you know, you get to a certain point where you probably can't have somebody, you know, just staying in the house anyways, yeah. right? So um, I think that's a great idea. Did you have something that I interrupted you for? No, I was just laughing. Not because you were talking about going to the grocery store. I made a meatloaf last week for myself, Mary, and Sam. Mm -hmm. And I spent $44 on the ingredients. And then it took so long to cook. We didn't eat until 10 o'clock that Mm -hmm. night. I'm like, I would have rather gone out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that forty-four dollars for a meatloaf and forty bucks to fill the tank to go get. And them. I already <laughs> had the sides at home. It's like, what, what was it that I put in that meatloaf? Yeah, I know it yeah. is. It's it's really expensive, and you know. And I'm thinking about the seniors, and I still have a flashback to even last Thanksgiving. I was over at Stop and Shop. It was a couple of days before Thanksgiving, and an older gentleman came up to me, and he was like, you know. I was going to buy myself a roast, but I'd have to put it on layaway to afford it. And it broke my heart. I was like, would you like me to buy you a roast? And he's like, no, dear, I'm fine. But, I I mean, it just breaks my heart. I can only imagine where he is today, you know. know. And a lot of times, too, David, are you seeing that these the seniors who are in their home, they don't want to be a burden to their children. So do you think their children probably don't even fully understand either? Yeah, in some cases. I would say about... I'd say about 75% of the phone calls I get, and oftentimes they're from the children. Yeah. Hi, I'm Stacy doing research for my mother yep. on this. I think this is probably the way we want to go, but she didn't. She doesn't know much about it. So yep. the other is the client calling me, the prospect. Mm-hmm. I don't have any family. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about this, and I'm not really good with math. Mm-hmm. And so 
I meet with that person. So yeah, it's about mm-hmm. seventy-five twenty-five, and it's sad, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't really have anywhere to turn. They don't have any family. Sometimes don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. That are, maybe their friends have passed away. So yeah, I see everything. Yeah, I see affluent. I have affluent, affluent clients. Yeah, I have mid class, um, middle class clients, mm-hmm. needs based clients, meaning they have nothing left. Yeah, just the wealth in their house. Yeah, so it it stretches across so many different demographic or so many different. Um, uh, levels of income, mm-hmm. I guess, in the same demographic, mm-hmm. 62 and older. Okay. So in eight minutes, tell us the process. Step the, one. Step one is sit down. It doesn't have to be me. But it you, should be. Yep. You can... I'll say it. Google local <laughs> CRMP mm-hmm. and Certified Reverse Mortgage Professional. That's a registered trademark designation. It's the gold standard in our industry. So reach out to someone local and who's certified. After you do that, you can either do a Zoom, a phone consultation, or meet in person. Mm-hmm. Typically, they want to meet in person because yeah. that generation wants to trust yeah. you, mm-hmm. wants to know. And I, I like that, too, because yeah. they get more out of it with visuals. Yeah. And so s- step two is after we leave each other, mm-hmm. I always leave behind some information, mm-hmm. the numbers, the closing costs. If they decide to move forward, they have to complete a counseling class over mm-hmm. the phone. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a one-on-one class. HUD put it in place. If someone decides to do this, we know the age group. We know they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure if people are going out to this demographic's home, selling them on this loan instead mm-hmm. of educating them. Yeah. They can't move forward that day. Mm-hmm. They have to complete the class. That's a neutral person they speak to. That's been my question. Certified yeah. by HUD and approved okay. by HUD. HUD so they go through this script, right? Yep. So that person gets to learn about this reverse mortgage from someone who's neutral doesn't mm-hmm. care if they do it. That's step two. Yep. That's the first mandatory step. Step three is what you know. You sign an application. Mm-hmm. We do that. I go back out to the house. I get some documents from them. Step four, we have an appraisal come out. FHA certified appraiser. Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah. I want to discuss that. So go ahead. Okay. You finish your thought. So we all know FHA has minimum pro- house because I'm not an appraiser, Yeah. but you and I both know what they're going to find. Mm-hmm. So we could tip that person off and say, hey, do you have the resources to paint the back of this house? It's really bad. Mm-hmm. The front's not so bad and we can do a repair set aside for that, but the back mm-hmm. is going to need to be addressed. So it's got to meet FHA standards. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, once we get the appraisal in, then the loan goes to a lender. And the underwriting process begins just like any mortgage. They approve it with conditions, you clear the conditions, and then it closes. What was that, step five? What was that again? Um, it goes into underwriting. Underwriting. So okay. we, we submit the appraisal, yeah. the application, signed application, and the borrower's documentation. Yep. In my world, we can't do piecemeal. We have to send everything at once. All at once. So mm-hmm. everything stays idle until we get the title work from the attorney, mm-hmm. the appraisal, the application, and the borrower's documentation. Mm-hmm. goes to the lender. It's cookie cut. They underwrite in 72 hours. Mm-hmm. And then the loan closes after that. Today, because it's, you know, the appraisers aren't as busy. Yeah. From application to closing, we, on average, it's about 30 to 45 days from application to closing. Okay. It used to be 60-ish days because when the appraisers were yeah, busy, busy, they were four or five weeks out. Okay. And back to the FHA part of it is, you know, one of the things that I'm running into that I'm seeing with that demographic and that age group, they also had the mentality of the depression where if it wasn't broken they weren't fixing it yeah right yeah. or if they were they were fixing it with masking tape right right or staples um 
And the other thing that's so important, and I want to sort of address from my point of view, and when, when we're in, you know, you've, you know, sent me and given my name to several people, and I appreciate that, is when I go out there and I'm looking about like getting this house on the market, and I'm thinking about that FHA appraisal that you're going to have to do. I think it's so important for the children who are adults at that point. I mean, if your, you know, parents are in their 80s, you're probably in your 50s, mm-hmm. right? You should be taking notes of when everything was being done in the house yeah. and really looking after it. And I'll tell you a situation that I had with one of our listings recently. Older woman living in the house. She was in her 90s. Um, I currently am working with the family. It's an estate sale. Wonderful, wonderful family. Um, very close to their mother and taking care of her and doing everything. She aged in place and she, you know, was able to stay in that home until she no longer was able to, like, live. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they had like a basement system put in and there was a pipe that goes, you know, the sump pump and it goes and leaches out. They were told that every year somebody was coming and cleaning this out. Well, when I went there and I was looking at things, I was like, okay, the sump pump is going off every like two minutes or something. And I noticed it was bubbling out of the vents. So being married to a plumber, my first thought was it's not getting very far where it's already bubbling out Mm -hmm. of the because it's coming out of the house and the vents were right there. And all it was doing was regurgitating the same exact water and it was going in bump and it was just it was only a matter of time that that thing burned out so i talked to the family and they said oh well we had a company that was just out there a year ago they charged my mother 375 dollars a year and they come out and they you know make sure that all the lines are clean and everything's all set we'll give them a call she gave them a call they couldn't get out there for another week i said I wouldn't take the chance because once that pump stops you're going to end up with water mm-hmm. right so mark went out there David, you would not believe what they pulled out, what he pulled out of that pipe. I will show you pictures. Wow. It is horrific that people will take advantage of seniors. So Mark went in, he had to he had to clean out that drain three times. And what he pulled out was did not occur in the last three weeks. Wow. It was years and years and years of branches and trees and leaves and everything else that was stuck in there. So what I'm saying is, if this is your parent that is in that situation, be sure that you are following up. You should be the point of contact that is helping with all this maintenance stuff. When I told the family what happened, they were horrified because they thought that this person, that they were doing the right thing by having this. Okay, every year we know it's going to be looked at, but I'm asking them questions and we only have two minutes. I can't believe it, but we're asking them questions like, how old is the roof? What is this pipe? What does this go to? Where And they don't have any of the answers. So definitely know all that. But definitely, I think that this is such a great tool because if your parents haven't been making those updates, they have the opportunity to do this reverse mortgage and do the updates and the maintenance that is needed to sell the house and get you the most amount of money when the time comes. Right. 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 And like I said, it's anyone 62 and older that wants to stay in their home long term. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the intent. Yep. That's someone who should learn about reverse mortgages. And I will just give Dr. Wade Fowle a quick plug. Mm-hmm. There's a book. Just go to Amazon. Dr. Yep. Wade Fowle. Last name is spelled P-F-A-U. Mm-hmm. The title of the book is Reverse Mortgages. Mm-hmm. He's an outsider. He wrote the book. It's 130 pages in March and released it. So that's someone who's neutral. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, don't have to listen to me. And he's a chief economist. So, I mean, yeah, in your... From yeah, Princeton. And we were talking about that after. All right, David, you have a bunch of points on this. So we're going to call this step one of reverse <laughs> mortgage. And I'm going to have to have you come back in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Can you do that? Absolutely. All right. Whenever so we're, we're going to have David come back in a couple it. weeks and we'll finish off the topic. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, 617-797-3277. One more Facebook, time. Facebook, uh, 617-797-3277 or mortgages.com. All right, perfect. And if you didn't get any of that, you can reach out to us. Melissa can let you know how to get us at bostonconnect.com. All right, we'll see you, everybody. We'll be uh, live on Tuesday, so we'll see you then. Bye, Tim. Bye. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. ATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.